We're kind of like your favorite pair of old sneaks. Incredibly comfortable, but smelly as hell. <laughs> this is Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. I'm Craig Sheeman along with Pete Shepard. Rick Church on the other side of the glass. Sheeman Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. Rolling through a Friday. Big hour here. We've got our XFL pigskin picks, which is nonsense. We admit no, it, but I, it's I, fun. I'm, I'm into it now. Um, we'll have uh, Carl Smesko, the head basketball coach of the Lady Eagles basketball team, on at the bottom of the hour. They take on Liberty in the A-Sun Championship at home, by the way, tomorrow night. Go check that out. Root them on. Wikipedia will be this hour. Justin Herbert's birthday. Might do Justin Herbert slash Chargers oh, oh. trivia. And then it's Miley Cyrus and Let the Weekend Roll and uh, Harry Carey and more. That's right. All right. It is. Ooh. How did it get to be 10 after the hour? Uh, it is 10 after the hour. Me, my fault. Rick, you let me run late. <laughs> yeah, it's my it's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. Time now for a Sports Center rundown. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here's me. Sports Center update brought to you by Best Home Services. Service appointments available now. Getbest.com. Uh, <laughs> uh, big news in Dolphins camp. If you missed it earlier today, the Dolphins have agreed to pick up Tua Tagovailoa's fifth year option. That will pay him $23.4 million. That takes them out of the high priced free agent quarterback sweepstakes. And also Brock Purdy had surgery today for the 49ers. So they say six-month recovery there. The Vikings have released Adam Thielen as they continue to cut costs. And tonight the Everblades are in action. You can hear them right here. Rick Church will be spinning the dials. They take on the South Carolina Stingrays. Let me run down some of these NCAA scores today from the tournament. Okay, right now, uh, 14-36 to go in the second half. Ohio State leads Michigan State 42-34. to Over in the SWAC, Alabama A&M and Texas Southern are tied uh, early in the second half. 49 seconds to go in the first. It is UAB over North Texas in Conference USA. Play 31-26. Tennessee leads Missouri 25-23. 4.49 left in the first. Uh, Cincinnati leading Temple 25-20. 6.59 to go in the first quarter there. Purdue uh, beat Rutgers early today 70-65. They, they, the they did not. Uh, FAU moving on again. They beat Middle Tennessee State 68-65. Houston clobbered East Carolina 60-46. That game was actually closer than the 14, and uh, Houston didn't cover. Alabama did cover. They whopped Mississippi State 72-49. Sarcastic 239 says, Never was the disclaimer for amusement only more appropriate than for the Sheeman and Shepard USFL, XFL pigskin picks. You are correct. For amusement only. All right, uh, Rick Church, I know our music's been a problem today, uh, but we're, we're good with the picks can pick music, right? Or no? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are, that wasn't very confident. I, no, I, I went to hit it as you said that so that it would be right there. But, I'm waiting uh, for the real I, talk opener I to misfired. come on. I No, no, here we go. <laughs> All right. Here we go. And you've got the coin ready there, Rick? Oh, I'm so excited. We should have a guest celebrity picker like they do on ESPN Game Day. Like have Captain, yeah, I like that. that like have Captain yeah. Deb come on one day and yeah, do that's, it. Yeah, uh, that's... Uh Maybe that's they, an idea for... They do that for, on the Saturday morning yeah, show. Yeah, maybe we do that next, cool. next year on Friday. Yeah. All but, right. Nevertheless, the uh, update on the standings. 
Uh, Pete yeah. and Chris went three and one against the spread last week. I went two and two, and the coin went one and three. Uh, overall recap after three weeks of this nonsense, I'm in the lead, seven and four, three games above five hundred. Uh, Pete and Chris are five and six. The coin four and seven. Let's do this. First game Saturday, seven p.m. The Houston Roughnecks, coached by Wade Phillips, still undefeated at three and zero, taking on the Orlando Guardians. They are still looking for their first win of the season. Here's how I look at this game. Houston is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I've been burned before with these big point spreads in USFL or XFL. Sorry. However, Orlando is the worst team. They got Paxton Lynch. That's all, and they're penalty riddled. And I do think the Houston Roughnecks and Wade Phillips are the best team in the league. Are they good enough to win? Absolutely. Are they good enough to win and cover the eight-and-a-half? Craig says yes. Houston. Who are you going with? Pete Not Shepard? so fast. Mm-hmm. First of all, Terrell Buckley. There's is, no authority. Terrell by the Buckley is coaching the Orlando Guardians. Who is Terrell Buckley? Terrell Buckley had a pick six the year the Patriots won their first Super Bowl. He did it in the regular season on Monday, Sunday night against the Rams, even though they lost twenty-seven to twenty. It was a pick six, and they didn't lose another game after that. He is coaching the Orlando Guardians. They get Quentin Flowers back for this game. Oh, wow. Quentin <laughs> Flowers gets back for this game, the greatest quarterback in South Florida's history. All right? He's going to come in there for a few series. Oh, He's going to spark them. And there's no doubt. I think they have a chance to win this game out. I think Houston's been a little cocky. Orlando is going to cover plus eight and a half. Give me Terrell Buckley and Quentin Flowers all day. That's insane. Uh, 7 p.m. on FX, by the way. Chris uh, agrees with you. He's going with Orlando <laughs> nice. as well. He's given me his pick, so we now flip the coin. Rick Church, heads or tails? Tails. Tails is the visitors. Yep. He's going with Houston like me. He, the, the, the coin. The coin has an air of indifference about it throughout this segment. It has I would call the coin she. It's been, it's been uh, <laughs> slipping. The uh, coin was a he, now it's a she. Oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Can we just call it they? They. (laughs) Pronouns? Are we using pronouns now for the coin? Yeah. (laughs) They. The San Antonio Brahmas with quarterback Jack Cohen, one and two on the season, taking on the also one and two Seattle Sea Dragons with the great Ben DiNucci. Yeah. Rob. The Sea Dragons are four and a half point favorites at home. However... I think it's too big of a spread. This is a two-point game or it goes the other way. Give me the San Antonio Brahmas to win this game. Beep. The San Antonio what? Brahmas. It's, it's a bull. Ah. We uh, we did an hour discussion on that one day. Oh, Seattle has only punted. <laughs> see, Seattle's only punted nine times, Ferris. Nine They're times. Like the Buffalo Bills, the first All half of the season. Yeah, supplemented by Morgan Ellison, the league's leading rusher, 170 yards, 5.7 yards per carry. But he didn't practice on Tuesday. Got a bit of a knee injury. Uh, Brendan Knox is on IR. We're down to punters' knee injuries in XFL. No, no, that was a running back. Oh, okay. Um, the loser will be one and three and living in a division where the lead dog could very well be four and zero. It's over. However, um, the Dragons have amassed a league best eight hundred and fifty-two yards. That's Sea Dragons, not Dragons. Well, we call them the Dragons. And while the Brahmas, the Bahamas have completed only two passes of 20-plus yards, the Dragons have banked nine. 
Ben DiNucci has emerged as the league's top passer, not only in yards, but in completion percentage. I'll go with my paisan and go. Oh, no, he's with Brom, He's uh, with Brahms, right? No, you don't even know. He's with Seattle. Oh, I'm going with, that's right. I'm going with Seattle. <laughs> I'm going with my paisan DiNucci, my man who got screwed at LSU. Uh. So go with him. Chris says the same as you again. Yes. So far, he's riding your coattail, or you're riding his. I don't no, know which. Don't Can we know. flip the coin, please, that, for the that voice of reason? Brahma's conversation came up when you guys were out at Tiburon that oh. day. I remember because mm. I was here thinking, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 oh we got a fumble. Oh, no. Oh, it's under the desk, too. Fumble, Alabama. We're going to have to retoss. Unless you can discern. No, I'm going to retoss. I couldn't oh, see That it. could have been worse. Oh, you almost, you almost dropped another one. Oh, come he's on. got the shakes over there. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, talking XFL football gets me all jittery. It's Tails. <laughs> Tails San Antonio Brahmas. I haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> we're halfway We're halfway done. Don't worry. Thank God. On to Sunday. The Arlington Renegades at 2-on-1 versus the St. Louis Battlehawks, also 2-on-1. Bob Stoops, the head coach at Arlington, taking on A.J. McCarron's team. Uh, I, in A.J., I trust in this league, St. Louis, a four-point favorite. A.J. McCarron in St. Louis will win and cover the four spot. Not so fast. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> How can you not take this seriously when I'm about to tell you? The Renegades have a veritable matrix of St. Louis connections, Greg. Coaches Jonathan Hayes, Jay Hayes, your man, Chuck Long from Iowa. Iowa. Tim Lewis and Michael George were all with the Battle Hawks uh, Michael George? three years ago. I thought he was dead. On the field, the Will singer. Clark, St. Louis native, Brian Folkerts, Marquette King. These guys are all Joe Powell, Devontae Lambert, Will Hill, Taylor Rosalino. They're all battle-tested Battle Hawks. I haven't heard of any of these guys. What? After you said Chuck Long, I haven't heard of, I haven't heard of another guy you've mentioned. There's no doubt in my mind. It's not even going to be debatable. That the Renegades uh, win this. We're going to win the game outright. Renegades okay. plus four. All right. Win the game outright. All right. You and Chris seem to be in cahoots. Same pick. He's going with Arlington. Let us flip the coin, Rick Church. By the way, Craig, the uh, singer's name is George Michael. Not Michael <laughs> yeah. George, okay? But you clear that. Wrong. That's why I, I have you in. Wham. Here. Good catch. Ooh. That was close. He used, <laughs> the body. he used the body to haul it in. I did. I got tails again. Tails Road Team Arlington. It's a sweep for you. Well, I go in St. Louis. Final game. Rod Woodson's Vegas Vipers still looking for their first win. He can't be happy. By the way, today's Rod Woodson's 58th birthday. Did oh. you know that? They are 0 3. They're on the road. They're taking on the DC Defenders, who are the opposite. They're undefeated at 3 0. It seems they're no quarterback, two quarterback system of Joran Tamu and DR King seems to be working. I'm going to ride with it. They're minus six at home. Give me the D.C. defenders. Well, I got to tell you, if there's something to be said about the 3-0 D.C. is that their passing game stinks. They delivered a league-low 35 completions in three weekends. You know what that comes out to, Craig? 3-0. Less than 12 a game. 3-0. They stink. Jordan Tiamamu. Jimmy G, game managers. Is completing only 48% of his passes. The Vegas Vipers. The Vegas Vipers. No one's giving them a chance. Their defense is coached by Chris Dishman. Remember him? No. Yes, you do. Cornerback for uh, the Oilers. He used to get in fights all the time. Remember Chris Dishman? He yapped. He was. You remember Chris Dishman? I know Uh, you do. Was he a Viking? 
Uh, he might have been. I know it was an oil. He was. Yeah, Chris uh, That's what yeah. I remember. He was a trash talker. Uh, yep. Big time. Sure was. That's yeah. good enough for me. All right. And the way that uh, the St. Louis Bulls. Um, Oh, no, the DC the You don't DC, even know what game this is. The, the Vegas Vipers can't throw the, the ball. Defenders. Vipers, outright. Give me the six. Jeez, you give me a six-point head start in this game uh, all day. Uh, Chris is going with DC. Uh, final coin flip, Rick Church. That was it. That was, he barely even flipped it. He has no confidence in his game. Tails again. <laughs> Vegas, it, it is. He did flip at least once in the air. <laughs> that was a short flip. Uh, did it Did it turn? Did he even yeah, turn? Yeah. Luis Perez and uh, and Huntley, my quarterbacks, they've combined for 13 carries and 99 yards. Okay. That'll, that'll improve. I doubt it. All right. Uh, coming up in a minute, we're going to talk with Carl Smesco, the Florida Gulf oh. Coast Lady uh, Eagles basketball coach. Four and oh. There's no chance you're going for it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no I'm chance gonna, I'm not. You don't even. Two of the four games you didn't, you got the teams mixed up. No, I just. No, I didn't. All week long, uh, we have weekend passes to Trucks Gone Wild Spring Break at Redneck Mud Park, March 16th to the 19th. Trucks Gone Wild at Redneck Mud Park has mega mud truck races, truck pulls, side-by-side races, music parties, and most of all, a ton of mud. Get all the uh, info at ESPNSWFL.com, and in an hour, we're going to give away some tickets for you. How about that? All right. Lady Hoops with Florida Gulf Coast, Carl Smesco next. Wait. Wikipedia, Miley Cyrus, Harry Carey, and more. Sheeman and Shepard, ESPN Southwest Florida. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Sports, sports, and more sports. Because unlike the women in your life, sports will never leave you. Or point and laugh during lovemaking. Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. Online at ESPNSWFL.com. I'm Craig Sheeman, along with Pete Shepard, Rick Church on the other side of the glass. Sheeman Shepard, ESPN Southwest Florida. Got uh, Carl Smesco coming up in just a moment. The uh, Eagles, Lady Eagles head coach. Ace on championship tomorrow at uh, home at Alico against Liberty tomorrow night. Number 23 ranked. And uh, they are awesome. That was, uh, you know, they've had a history with... um, Austin P. didn't have a big history with them. It was, like it was only the second time they played. But they have a history with Liberty, and it has been all Eagles. With the exception of the lone overtime loss the last time they played, yeah. I think history-wise that uh, FGCU is 11-1 and against them all time, and I think they beat them by 15 or 16 earlier this year. And I know uh, the men's draw is at 6 o'clock. The women's draw is at 8 o'clock Sunday uh, for the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. And so that'll be interesting. But um, looking forward to all that. Carl Smesco, friend of the program. We just talked to him a couple weeks ago. He's here now getting ready for that A-Sun championship. Carl, welcome. How are you? How are you, Coach? Hey, I'm doing well. Good to talk to you guys. Absolutely. Good to have you on again. Uh, just regarding your uh, your game a couple days ago, looked like a Carter and Morehouse, another uh, nice one-two punch for you to, to get you into the final against Liberty tomorrow. 
Yeah, it was a great team defensive effort because uh, we had trouble scoring, but we, uh, you know, really played the defensive side very well. Well, I like you only gave up five in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I guess you, <laughs> I guess you did lock them down. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we had to be committed to it because uh, we were playing a really good defensive team and shot good easy shots were not uh, were not coming, so you had to guard and rebound. Yeah. Yeah, well, you get you get in those grind them out type of games like that. You know, on the men's side, we see Virginia play that way all, all the time, and some other team. But I got to tell you, there's one stat, and I don't care, men, women, child, I don't care. The fact that your team is 86 and 0, 86 and 0, when you hold the team under 40 points or less, that is that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, we're going to need a, a great defensive effort again, and we're playing a great team that has mm-hmm. a lot of weapons. They have great shooters. They have dominant post players. They have players that can attack the rim so it's going to take a, a great effort and we're really hoping everybody comes out this is a a game for a ace on championship and it's a game for an automatic bid to the ncaa tournament so it really doesn't get any bigger i know that uh and i know your history with austin p only had that was only a couple of games but i know overall and you know talk show hosts like us and you see numbers and everything else but there's no question over a long period of time that FGCU has had Liberty's number. I know that means nothing. I agree. You throw it all out. I understand that. But I think what 11 and one is 11 and one. And I know the lone loss came in overtime uh, earlier this year. But my question is, um, you know, you've been coaching this team for 21 years. Uh, Carrie Green's been coaching his team at Liberty for 22. You guys, you guys close at all? I mean, you've been you've been doing the same thing against each other for quite some time. Oh yeah, we get we get along really very well yeah he's a great coach uh i don't know exactly how many he's got like over 600 wins he's just had a incredible career and uh history of success and their program has been great for a long time uh and uh of course with liberty as pete alluded to i mean you're 31 and three one of the losses against him you split with him this year in your mind when you go back and look at film other than one being at home one being away what is the main difference between the two games? What can you take and, and kind of put that into uh, the ladies' uh, minds going into tomorrow night's game? Well, we, we felt like we didn't guard as well as we needed to. Um, you know, we gave up a lot of shots at the rim. And as I said, they have a lot of weapons, and they can spread you out because they have shooters. And But we're going to have to guard a lot better than we did the last time we played them. Mm-hmm. How, do you keep the, how do you keep the ladies from, you know, Again, stats that talk show hosts like us uh, talk about, you know, the Lady Flames 0-7 lifetime at Alico. Uh, no one's ever beaten you guys twice in the same season. They're trying to become the first team to do that. Uh, is Do you tell your girls how to, you know, don't get caught up in some of the numbers that look very, very favorable uh, for the Lady Eagles in favor? I don't think, you know, I don't think they really know those numbers and I don't think they're looking at it. Uh, you know, they definitely remember the last time we played them, they got the best of us. And, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't matter who necessarily was the best team all year long. You have to be the best team on that particular day. So we're trying to be as prepared as we can and be ready for some of the stuff that we expect them to throw at us. And uh, we're going to need a lot of players to play great. Now, you've been ranked in the top 25 um, throughout the year. And I was just curious uh, with this season, uh, Sunday night, are you guys, what's, what's the plan? Are you guys getting together for a little watch party for the selection show? I know you probably haven't thought much about it that you're worried about Liberty, but uh, you got plans for Sunday night? 
we got no plans. If we win, we'll definitely have a, a watch party. But, uh, you know, we're, we don't have a spot locked into the tournament. And uh, I know, you know, when you, people see that you're ranked, they think that's uh, crazy. But the reality is, you know, mid-majors getting at-larges and the women's side is very small, no more than one or two a year, if that, some year zero. So we have to take care of business tomorrow. We have to win. Uh, we've got to ensure our spot. Since you took over, I, I think you're – um, the ladies have been, uh, from three-point shooting-wise, one of the best teams uh, in the country, like around, around what, 35 36%. How, how impo- I mean, of course, it's always important to make every shot, but how important is it to get to that percentage in this type of championship game against Liberty uh, on Saturday? Well, three-point percentage is definitely going to be a big key and like turnover margin and trying to keep them off the boards. But, you know, when we lost at their place, Liberty shot over 50% from three. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that we limit the good looks that they get because they have uh, very capable shooters. And every time we lost them in the last game, they knocked it down. Well, I know you want a big green out coming up uh, at Alico, and uh, I'm sure at that place is going to be going nuts tomorrow night. So we want to wish seven o'clock. Want to wish seven o'clock. Want to wish you the best of luck. I know you you had a shout out online, and I retweeted it. But you know, I I don't think you need to shout out that much. I think that place is going to be rocking. I hope you are right. I'm calling all Southwest Florida to be out there. It's two great teams, a lot on the line. It'll be a great event, a great game. Hope to see everybody there, and thanks for having me on today. All right, Coach. Thank you. Carl Smesco, the head coach of the Lady Eagles at Florida Gulf Coast, taking on Liberty, a Sun Championship game, automatic bid to the NCAA tournament for the winner. And, uh, again, at 7 o'clock at Alico, it's here, it's home, go. It's entertaining. It's fun. It's uh, it's a good team to watch. And I would would hope, even if they come up short, being ranked at top 25, I would like to think you get in the field anyway, but he's right. You, you never know. You want to just take care of it so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, exactly. But they have, um, they have Liberty's number. I'm, I'm saying this. Uh, oh, yeah? I think they Don't bigger. tell him that. I, I know. Well, he's a coach. <laughs> you know, coach speak and our speak is very different. But the uh, early this year, they lost to him by 10 in overtime last time they played. Yeah. That's, what, that's, what, he re- believe it was, that's what he remembers. Yeah, it was, but I remember, I also remember a few weeks earlier when I think they won by 17, mm-hmm. meaning FGCU. So, you know what? Yes, it did. Says here, FGCU by 10. Right. Lady Eagles by 10. That's Pete what Shepard, it says, the right odds here. maker, very cocky. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, um, and my last 41 winner last night with Vanderbilt. So that makes my last 41 30, 10, and 1. That is a 743 winning percentage. I challenge anybody to find anyone who's given you 41 picks. It has a 743 winning percentage in the country. My last 45 just on this show 31, 13, and 1. That is exactly at 70%. Exactly. Doesn't get any better than that. It's not bad. It's not bad. I will give you another winner tonight, hopefully. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, trying to do math real quick. You've done well. You've done well the last. Not as many games though. Eleven games. I'm at eighty-two percent. No, you got to start somewhere. You got to document every day. Uh, My winner last night was Maryland. Uh, Even though it was a thirteen-point spread against Minnesota, the the one by sixteen. Not a Craig Schumann special, but I felt confident in it. Yep. Well, I liked it, but... Uh, and now Maryland takes on my Hoosiers tonight at 9 o'clock. Hoosiers minus one and a half. 
I may or may not have that at the end of the show. I like your chances tonight. For the same reason you liked Maryland's chances against Minnesota last night. Minnesota Tired. got a little lucky against Nebraska, played the caca. Yeah. And then uh, Minnesota just – they Minnesota's a bad basketball team. And well, they just – they had their one – they had their one. Um, Rutgers may be remembering that one if they don't make it. Yeah. And the fact that they're not going to make it is they lost to the producer. They're going right. to be NIT bound. Against North Carolina probably. You, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, your your B team Miami taking on Duke tonight seven o'clock. Yeah, and they I think they're one and a half point underdog. And I uh, I will tell you this Miami Duke is not going to be my pick tonight. Uh, for I have isolated three games. That's not one of them. But I think the best game on the slate but is I, actually Creighton Xavier. Oh, that's going to be I, that's I'll be focused on that. Watch Miami first. That second, flip into your game back and forth. Yeah, uh, Creighton and I really took care of. Um, or Xavier less against Villanova. You know, Villanova was playing some good basketball since they got more back, and then yeah. they got they got annihilated. Another team headed to the NIT. Mm. It's tough. My tough. guy, my boys are going to be uh, a ten seed, which is what your boys being Providence College. Pro, yeah, Providence going to be be a, they'll be in that ten seven matchup, which means they'll have to play the two seed, which I don't care about yeah. afterwards because uh, there won't be a two seed that's ever seen how they play in the second, like the second half of yesterday's game, not yeah. the first half. Now, Rick Church, I've just mentioned the Maryland-Minnesota game a couple of times. Do you have an affinity to the University of Minnesota? I, you know, He's a Duluth guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, you know, Pete, as Pete knows, you know, college hockey and, and whatnot, uh, the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, my alma mater, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, compete in Division One, and they're a big rival with the Gophers. Um, but, you know. By the way, the women are playing Clarkson. uh, uh just so you know. Are they? Yep. In the uh, Frozen Four for the women. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to the Minnesota Gophers, I, for whatever reason, I've just – I like the Gophers. I'm just not I'm just not a big fan. Row the boat, man. That's what they say in football. Never have been. Um, <laughs> I uh, do remember them uh, reaching the Final Four in, I think, the uh, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Dutcher was the uh, coach. I think they had uh, – uh, Clay Thompson's dad played for him. Well, they've won it recently. They've Clay Thompson's it. dad, former number one yeah. pick in the NBA. Yeah, that's right. And now radio host in LA. Um, I see St. John's fired their coach. Did they go after Rick Pitino now? Uh, Mike Anderson. Here's what I was going to get into that. Mike Anderson uh, started off eleven and one this year, and uh, it didn't get much better. He finished at St. John's thirty and forty six. Over four years, not good enough. I do think Rick Pitino is going to come into play. I think Bobby Hurley at Connecticut is going to come into play oh. uh, as well. But it'll be really, really interesting if, uh, if Rick Pitino, who's Iona Gales, are going to be back in the tournament this yeah. year, the back end. Yeah. And whoever plays them, it's probably going to be a 4-13 type of seed. Tough team to play. Of course, Rick has said everywhere he's gone, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving. And then he does. Lied to my face one time for four hours playing golf, as I told you before. And uh, But he always said the Knicks was his dream job. This might be his second biggest dream job. If St. John's came a calling, it'd yeah. be really, really interesting. Uh, I'd love to see it. Personally, I'd love to see it. I think it's going to happen, actually. I do. Yep. Uh, we've got a text here from Kevin. Says, uh, just moved to North Carolina two weeks ago after five years in Southwest Florida. I don't want to say the local ESPN afternoon radio show stinks, but dot, dot, dot. <laughs> there are no Craig, Pete, and Chris. No. Thank God for Southwest Florida. Oh, the uh, ESPN Southwest Florida yeah. app. Yes. 
Thank you. We are glad to uh, have you. So no local programming over there, huh? So you're well, get... it might be local, but then they stink. Oh. I don't know. Uh, Dopey says, hey, Rick, what's going on with the Minnesota Vikings? Um, yeah, everyone wants – I don't know that everyone no, wants that, that's, out, Dopey. That's, that's just, inaccurate. They, the salary cap hits. Yeah. You got to pay for Justin Jefferson, and you're already paying Kirk Cousins, and then there's no more money left. Kirk Cousins, is, Kirk Cousins is not even a top 10 paid quarterback in the NFL right now. Hmm. You remember when he got that contract, He, I mean, everybody just was just outraged by it. Yeah. He's not even in the top 10 in guaranteed money right now in the NFL. There's a site, uh, ML Football, Packers president Mark Murphy on the telecast of the Girls' State Basketball Tournament confirmed team will honor trade request from Aaron Rodgers if he wants it. Confirms they gave permission to the Jets and that everyone expects resolution by the start of free agency. Not really any breaking news there. We got a text or a new one uh, here, 239, no name, and says, Hey, Rick, uh, go Gophers, row the boat. You are now, <laughs> ro- you are now row the boat. We don't row have a boat. row the boat texter. How about that? Way to slide that one in. It's a good one. Purdue Burger Kyle says, oh, you better win. I want them in the finals this weekend. Oh, you. because we beat you twice, and uh, you, want a, you want a third chance at uh, losing to us? Okay, that's cool. It looks like Row the Boat actually texted in last week, too, and apparently Chris was saying disparaging things about the state of Minnesota Gopher athletics. Really? And uh, Row the Boat kind of set him straight. Oh. He said number one in hockey, football team coming off back-to-back nine and four seasons. Hmm. Yeah, it says, Chris, I wouldn't say Minnesota Athletic Department is a disaster, just basketball. Okay. All right. And by the way, if you think your team can't beat you three times, it's very tough. It really isn't the last uh, ten. It really isn't. A lot of sports, it happens, it happens way more often than yeah. losing. Uh, Foxy with a correction. Hey, Pete, Dan Hurley is the UConn coach. Oh, I'm sorry. Bobby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bobby's yes, at Arizona yes, State. yes, yes. Bobby's at Arizona State. Yes. Yes. Dan, Dan's not going to leave UConn. That is, uh, he left Rhode Island, a good Rhode Island program, and, uh, and he's doing a great job at UConn. That, that team's going to make a serious run. All right. It is time now to play Wikipedia. It is... Justin Herbert's birthday. He's born in 1998. Just a youngster. We're going to do Justin Herbert Chargers trivia for some Everblades tickets. It's never a wrong time to talk football. We'll have plenty of college basketball trivia next week, I think. What we need now is call number 9-239-337-ESPN, 239-337-3776. Rick Church is standing by to take your phone call to play Wikipedia. Shima the Shepherd, ESPN, Southwest Florida. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Think you got what it takes to stump the Shep? Shooter, shoot. And here's your shot. It's Wiki Pete All righty, here we go. Uh, we're, it's Justin Herbert's uh, birthday. Happy birthday. No singing for Pete. Born 1998. Justin Herbert Chargers trivia. Uh, caller number nine for Everblades tickets. Chris in the Cape. Hey. Chris, how are you? What up? I'm good. How are you? Good. Very good. Very good. 
Uh, what is your favorite NFL team, Chris? I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh. Okay. By the way, they just restructured Dak Prescott and Zach Martin today to save about $30 million off the cap. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> We still stink. No, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, first question goes to you, Chris. First one of three correct answers is a winner. Can you tell me where Justin Herbert played in college? Oregon. That's Yay. correct. One nothing. Yes. Pete Shepard. Yes. What pick in the first round was Herbert in the 2020 draft? 2020, I believe uh, it was top seven, six, five, five or six. It's five or six, Rick. I'm going to go six. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris. Uh, Herbert took over in week two of his rookie year. Who did he take over for? Oh, wow. Um... Mm. No idea. Uh, he had a needle issue, remember? But the doctor stabbed him. Terod Taylor, Taylor took a painkiller in the rib cage, and they popped a lung, and <laughs> yeah. then that was it. Wasn't his fault. No. And uh, he sued and won, didn't he? What's that? Did he sue? Did he win money? I think he did get a little yeah. money. And right. and Pete overinflated his value anyway. All no, right. I said it was the best mediocre quarterback for four or five best games. Best mediocre quarterback for five <laughs> five games is what we boiled that down to. All right, Pete, this is for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Herbert set an NFL rookie passing record with how many touchdowns? Uh, I think I know this, too. Um, I'm stuck between two numbers. I want to talk it out with Rick to myself. Rick, I'm stuck between 30 and 31. Flip a coin. I'm going to go 31. What's that? I'm going to go 31. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 31 is correct. Oh! Uh, sorry. <laughs> you distracted me. <laughs> buzzed him. All right, Pete Shepard has a 2-1 lead. Next question is for Chris. Chris, name the two quarterbacks drafted ahead of Herbert in 2020. Again, Herbert went sixth. We've established that. Two quarterbacks went ahead of him in that draft. Who were they? In 2020? Yes, sir. Uh... Pat Mahomes? No. 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 No, Patrick Mahomes has been to almost as many Super Bowls since then. All right, Pete, help him out if you uh, Joey, Joey B, Joey Burrow, and, and I believe Tua. Tua Tonga Loyal, yeah. who just got his fifth year option picked up today. Yes. All right, this one is for Pete Shepard for mm-hmm. the win. Pete, can you tell me Justin Herbert's playoff record? Yeah, it was this past year. He really. lost to 0-1. 0-1 is correct. Yeah. Lost to the Jags. That's all right. Uh, oh. Chris and the K. All right, good job. We'll give you the prize package. Enjoy the Everblades game, and thank you for always being part of our show. Really appreciate it. All right. Appreciate it. All, all right. right. Enjoy. Good. good luck on the Cape. All right. Well, next question was who they lose to the playoffs. You got that right. Give me the score. Uh, th- uh, 31 to 30. Then they blow like a 27-7 yep. lead or something like that? How many picks are above? What's disastrous? Who is the Chargers' current offensive coordinator? Dallas may wish they still had him. <laughs> Kellen Moore. That's correct. <laughs> uh, according to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. the real Wikipedia, 
Who'd uh, Herbert root for as a kid in the NFL? Hmm. He went to Oregon. He was born on the West Coast, right? Yes, sir. I'll just I'll take a stab at the dark and say it's the Chargers. It is the Chargers. <laughs> so they can be them or the Rams. <laughs> and who is now currently, this is subject to change. Mm-hmm. As of today, who is the Chargers backup quarterback left over from last season? Oh, um Hang on. Um uh, I know this. Uh, um Chase Daniels. Daniel, singular. Say yeah, Chase Daniel. Yes. Sorry. Chase Daniel. Excuse is me. No relation to Jack. We like, Daniel. We like to be precise. No relation to Jack. All right. You we like to be precise. Well. <laughs> what show have you been oh, listening yeah, to? Are, yeah, you, are really? you laughing at that? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. That's a wrap. It feels weird. Uh, we are on time here. And I, you know what? If we're too early with the Miley, people get upset. So I don't know if we vamp. We talk about um, something else. What do we do here? Well. This is an unusual situation. Well, it is an unusual situation. We, I mean, we have to be late. I know. We have to follow the protocol on Friday. Here's something for you since we had Carl Smesco on. Did you hear about the uh, women's tournament game between Old Dominion and um, – Oh, gosh, I can't remember who they were playing. It happened last night or the night before. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, Old Dominion won the game uh, by three points uh, in the last seven seconds when they had the ball. They had six players on the court, and the referees did not catch it. Oh, my God. Old Dominion made it with six players on the court to go by three. The other team got the ball, threw down, and just heaved a three-pointer and missed. But they took that three-point lead because they had six players on the court for the last I think it was like 11 or 12 seconds. That's horrible. And the referees didn't see it. The other coaches should have seen that, too. Oh, I blame goodness. them as well. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, crazy story. Check that one out. Just, I didn't wow, know about wow, that. Wow. Old, old Dominion women's basketball. Well, the, we just admit, you know, back in the day, they were a pretty legendary. Well, they were one of the original Oh, they were one legendary of the powers. Women's, absolutely uh, yeah, were. Bas- You're absolutely right. They, wow. they were right up, they were up yeah. there with Tennessee. I remember I'd never heard of Old Dominion University yeah. until I heard of their women's basketball oh, yeah? team. Yep. The old D. They got the old English D. Kind of remind me of the Detroit Tigers, so I was aware of their presence. I'm looking at uh, just real quick between the Rick and I college hockey stuff, but uh, looks like your my Friars and Duluth ain't going to make it this year. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> ain't going to make it. Yeah. Are you? Uh, no, I know they're having kind of a disappointing. By the way, I saw a practice the other day for Arizona State's hockey team. I mean, they it's, they they draw more fans than the Coyotes do for their hockey program. Really? Yeah. It's amazing. But the Golden Gophers of Minnesota, the number one team in the country right now. So there's a shocker. To... See? That guy that slapped the Minnesota sports teams yep. on the Texter line earlier that St. Cloud State's in there. St. Cloud State. I got a bunch of New England teams in the top twenty, so I got a good shot. So BU, Harvard, Merrimack, and Northeastern. How about Merrimack wins their conference tournament? But since their first year in D1, Rick, they couldn't go. They have to have five years' experience in D1. Oh, they won yeah, the tournament, yeah, yeah, so Fairleigh yeah. Dickerson gets to go. That, that happened in the uh, A-Sun just a few years ago. Yep, and UConn's in the top 22. They're going to go. UConn! UConn! Why not? A uh, quick reminder, don't forget, you uh, could go to our website and vote every day in the Sheba and Shepard Texture bracket. Uh, we unveiled that yesterday. Tuesday, we flip it over. We cut it down. From the field of 64 to 32 and start the process all over again. 
There might be some upsets brewing. You need, you need to check it on our website, ESPNSWFL.com. Uh, then after the selection show on Sunday, we'll also have the basketball bracket at our website. Again, ESPNSWFL.com. So plenty of reasons to go there and go check it out. All right. I I think that's it. Mm. I think that's as far as we can go. We got Miley Cyrus and the weekend remix kickoff coming up. Bottom of the hour, Harry Carey. Oscars this weekend, by the way. Oh, yeah. That might come up with Harry. We might get Harry's prediction on the Oscars. And also Saturday <laughs> night, Sunday morning, uh, move your clocks forward. Spring oh, that's right. Forward. Oh, God, no. This Spring means Rick Church gets an hour less of sleep oh, on Sunday morning. Yeah. Spring ahead, fall back. But it means that we will be driving home with our sunglasses on all the way home. Yeah, doing that most of the way Monday. now. Close. Close. So uh, I do like that time of year when it's swift. You know, it's a great day. You know, Selection Sunday, they do the show, and then you still got a couple hours of sunlight left, and it feels like spring. It's fantastic. So we got a lot going on there. Also, ESPN Southwest Florida is proud to partner with Hoping It's Open Pickleball. The tournament is presented by United Healthcare. Log on to ESPNSWFL.com to register for this event across uh, throughout uh, Southwest Florida, April 7th through the 9th, and that is the week before the U.S. Open in Naples for pickleball. Again, website, ESPNSWFL.com. It's a common theme. Go there. It is our hub. It's where everything is. Miley Cyrus, Harry Carey, and more. The 5 o'clock hour on a Friday is upon us next. Sheeman and Shepard, ESPN Southwest Florida.